The NFL season is about to begin, and nobody, and I mean nobody, covers it like the Locked On Podcast Network. August 30th through September 8th, Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview is taking you through every team in every division with the help of Odyssey's lineup of NFL experts. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast to tune in beginning August 30th. All right, guys, on today's episode, that's right, we got some preseason takes from you, the listeners, to pour over, and we're going to let you know how you can get some free Youngstown State tickets. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to August 24th, guys, and that's right, one, one, one day away from being down into the single digits of the countdown for MSU's countdown to kickoff. Ooh, we got 10 days left right now, but when you wake up tomorrow morning on Wednesday, oh my, oh my, we got nine days coming in hot, baby. Uh, yeah, you already know the, the rundown. If you've listened to the show before, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, this podcast is Lockdown Spartans. And of course, we do this five days a week. It is your team every single weekday on the Lockdown Network. And Lockdown Spartans is no different. On today's show, uh, segments two and three are, of course, going to be your takes. But to start segment two... Uh, we've got Brett Jackson on, and he is doing a giveaway for opening, not opening day, for the Spartan home opener against Youngstown State. He's got a pair of tickets, and he'll let us know how you can win them with a small donation. I'll let him explain later. But before that, guys, we do have some Michigan State news to go over from the weekend. I, of course, was off the grid. I had two golf outings and a wedding don't get me wrong, I had the time of my life, awesome weekend, but my God, I'm as I'm recording on Monday afternoon, I'm still recovering big time. So this is what we didn't tackle from over the weekend. Uh, first things first is this is going to be pretty important if you come to a Michigan State game this year. If you don't plan on coming to any games this year, well, match that skip 30 button because uh, this is about face coverings, Spartan Stadium. Yes, I know you're probably... Uh, so sick of hearing about all things COVID and all things face coverings and yada, yada, yada. But I, pretty important news um, if you're going to go to a Michigan State game. So the long and short of it is you have to wear a face mask when you're in an, in an indoor part of the stadium. That's the, the elevators, the, the press box, the suites, the Huntington Club. Unless you're actively eating or drinking, that says... Um, I, I'm not necessarily in the uh, tax bracket to get into the Huntington Club or the Suites, but uh, th- th- yeah, so that would be the most uh, the, the lengthiest period that anyone would have to wear it if you're enjoying the game from one of those two fantastic places in the stadium. But for the rest of the lay people like me, uh, you will have to wear your mask in the concourse area of Spartan Stadium, but once you reach your seats... They say, and I quote, uh, face coverings will not be required, but are encouraged in the outdoor seating bowl of Spartan Stadium. So, um, yeah, I mean, you got to wear your face mask for a little bit when you walk around the concourse. Uh, take it off when you get to your seat, unless, you, of course, you want to keep it on. I'm, yeah, you know, I don't have a hot take on that. Not the end of the world. I could wear something on my face for a few minutes. I'm not going to you know, cause a fuss necessarily. Um, so, yeah, that's just. 
no, no real hot takes for me. I'm just want to keep everyone updated on what to expect if you guys are coming to the opening week game September 11th at Spartan Stadium, or this will probably extend throughout the season as well. And tidbit number two. Now, this is, uh, once again, for people that go to Spartan Stadium. If you've ever been to a game in the last, oh God, few decades, uh, Terry Braverman. You might not know the name, but you certainly know his voice. He was the PA guy at Spartan Stadium for the last few decades. He, he's been working with Michigan State for over 40 years, whether it be radio capacity, you know, so some TV work, PA work, basketball, hockey, football. He's done all sorts of sports, but he's been the PA guy at Spartan Stadium for the longest time. Yes, of course, I'm talking about the guy that has coined the It's A Beautiful Day for Football to start every game. He is stepping away as he nears the age of 83 years old, and what a career for him. I mean, that's pretty iconic to step in and, you know, just coin a catchphrase. That is very, uh, you know, synonymous with Spartan game days. So that's... um. What we got right now, uh, as far as this news over the weekend, nothing too earth-shattering. Uh, Meet the Spartans is going on Monday night. By the time you've listened to it, it's been long gone over. I'm going to guess that not a lot of news is going to come from that. I don't think they'll outright say, hey, I, everyone give a round of applause to our starting quarterback, uh, Peyton Thorne or Anthony Roos. I, I don't think they're going to uh, let too much leak out of their practice in front of the public on Monday night. So that's uh, what we got so far. I I still also can't believe that it's 10 days till kickoff. Even more so, even better. We are what? uh, Okay. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's four days. Look at that math right there. Four days away from the big 10 season opening up with Nebraska and Illinois. I was talking to a few people over the weekend saying, Hey, can't believe we got college football coming up this Saturday. And they looked at me like, no, that, that can't be true. Guys, it's, It's that close. It is that close. We got it coming up this weekend. We got Nebraska. We got Illinois in probably my favorite matchup of all time because uh, if you're like me, and I bet a lot of you are when it comes to college football, you love, love college football. Say, oh, I miss it so much. I can't wait to have it. And uh, the schedulers say, you know what, you you dirty pigs, Uh, here's the swill. Here's Nebraska-Illinois. And you know what? You're going to eat this up. And you're going to enjoy it, too. Every minute of it. Yeah, no, we're not going to give you Ohio State, Minnesota in Week 0. No, we're not going to give you MSU Northwestern in Week 0. No, 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 no. Take Nebraska and Illinois and enjoy every second of that 13-17 to game, baby. That's right. Cannot wait for that one. Um, I'm just excited to bet on college football again, too. All right, guys. At the uh, tail or at the other side of this little break here, we've got Brett Jackson. He's going to tell us how a small donation can net you some tickets to the Youngstown State game. But first, got to talk to you, beautiful, beautiful people, about sweat block wipes. I was in a wedding on Saturday, and so I'm wearing roughly 50 pounds of fabric in this tuxedo that I'm in. It was roughly 98 degrees that day. Following day, go golfing. Hotter than hell uh, that day as well. The sweat could have been pouring out everywhere. I, I could have just soaked in the place. But sweat block wipes was there for me because they give seven days of protection. That's right. Sweat block wipes, doctor created, doctor recommended, working with you for that dry shirt guarantee. That's right. 
your shirt ain't dry, if you are still perspiring on your shirt, that's a, that's a money-back guarantee. They stand by their products, and so do the 13,000 people that have left reviews on Amazon over the last decade. They stand by the product as well. It's manufactured in the USA. Like I said, doctor-created, doctor-recommended, and it, it, it just simply works. It just simply works. We're not giving you the runaround here. You know what I am going to give you, though? I'm going to give you a promo code. Promo code locked on. You go to sweatblock.com and you smash in promo code locked on. Oh, yeah, you're going to get 20% off your order of their fantastic products. Once again, that is sweatblock.com. Promo code locked on. And that's going to give you 20% off your order. Sweatblock.com. And we also have Rockado, Rockado. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Like, oh, does your Camry require a yep, yap, yep, yabber? Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a car guy. However, the family company rockauto.com is loaded with car men and women here to help you. That's right, you. They're also going to help you too. Save that cheddar. Why choose to spend a 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? It just wouldn't make sense. You'd be a big old clown if you decided to do that. Here. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Prices are always reliably low for every single customer they got everything you need from brake parts tail lamps motor oil new carpet and even gas pedals so go explore their easy to use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there hey how'd you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com Squad, when it's Take Tuesday, you want to seek out some rationality. You want to seek out a non-biased opinion. You want to seek out someone whose current pinned tweet is, quote, Michigan State football will win a national championship in the next five years. Yes, I'm talking about the hardest working recruiter on Michigan State Twitter, Brett Jackson. Brett, how on earth are you doing tonight, my man? Matt, first off, really appreciate you having me on. I am doing better than any human has ever been doing. Yes. Just got back from the Michigan State Open practice at Spartan Stadium. Um, so much ground is gained tonight. Um, just, I cannot wait to talk about it. I, I don't know how you're not on Mel Tucker's staff. J- just on vibes alone. Like, your, your title could be like head vibe guy or, or something like that. I, it kind of rolls off the tongue, I suppose. Um, so, obviously, we're, we're going to shuffle through a lot of people's takes um, this next two segments. But first off, you are doing something really cool. Uh, with two tickets to the Youngstown State game, people can donate any amount they want. Enough for me. I, how about you explain it? Because well, you're you're the guy running it. Yeah. So really, what I chose to do is I just one day kind of thought, like, hey, let's let's do a cool giveaway. And I mean, anytime we can kind of get MSU Twitter behind a, a good cause, I think it's always uh, something I'm for. So yeah, I just bought a couple tickets, and uh, I I forgot if it's the north or south end zone. So. Uh, yeah, I bought two tickets and put them up for kind of uh, giving them away. So all I ask is people donate to a charity of their choice. I linked a couple of the 
MSU ones I know I donate to in terms of uh, MSU Survivor Fund, as well as uh, the Spartan Fund, which really helps the athletic facilities, uh, student athletes, things of that nature. So yeah, all I ask is people donate to a charity. It could be a dollar. It could be hundred dollars, whatever they feel. They don't need to tell me. Um, just show me proof that it was them that actually donated. And next Sunday, I'm going to raffle them off, and two people will be at the MSU home opener against Youngstown State. That's incredible. I mean, that's, that's, that's really awesome of you. And yeah, just to put two more people in the seats for that awesome night as well, too. Um, I'm just, if people don't have Twitter, what if they emailed me at LockdownSpartans.com with proof? Like, could I get their name just like thrown in this drawing that you're, that you're having? Or is, is that a way we can go about that if they don't have Twitter? Yeah, absolutely. Any way that people want to enter, I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, if we can get, I don't care how much we raise for charity, even if we raise more than, I mean, we've raised little over a couple hundred dollars here, but I mean, any, nice. any dollar amount and any way we can kind of get participation and kind of help out our charities and I'm all for it. So yeah, if anybody wants to email Matt, just feel free to do that and you'll be, you'll be honored. Right on, man. That's awesome. You're, you're the man, Brad. God, what a guy. Just what a, what a dapper gentleman. <laughs> so let's get, let's get into all these people's takes right now. Um, first of all, thank you so much. If you did submit a take, not sure if we'll get to every single one of them right now as, as usual, because you guys are always awesome with the responses, but let's just start off with this one right here. Now, this is from, of course, the hottest button uh, topic, if you will, for Michigan State. It's a quarterback battle. And Matt C. writes, Peyton Thorne is the clear QB, and it's not even close. Russo can't throw a spiral. Now, before going any further, I will say, a lot of these videos that like that you get from media availability from practice, whenever Russo's throwing a ball, boy, it, it does look like a duck's being shot out of air sometimes. But I, I know that's not the full picture of Russo, right? So that's why I'm going to bounce it to you, because I know that you were at the practice tonight. What, what did you see from both these guys? And do you think, in, in your opinion, everyone's got a different opinion on this. Do you think there's one guy that's ahead of the other right now? Yeah, I would say just based solely on the, the practice tonight, I would say Russo is probably in the lead. I know gotcha. he had a couple a couple really nice deep balls. I mean, these were, these were NFL-type throws, and I know – I. I think one of them was the speedy nailer that was like 60 yards. The other one was J- Jaden Reed for 52 yards and a touchdown. So, uh, yeah, he looked he looked phenomenal. But I did I was able to uh, quick siren noise from uh, and I was able to talk with an MSU insider today, and it seems Ooh. like it really is 50-50. Look at you, yeah, nice. it, yeah. So I would say That's- it actually is 50-50. Um, he, he the insider did kind of mention that uh, while. Thorne, or Russo, rather, tonight, I mean, he was throwing those beautiful deep bombs, and he looked like the guy. It's, I mean, we also saw that with Rocky last year where he, he was able to kind of capitalize on taking some deep shots, especially against Michigan. And But Thorne is potentially going to be more accurate uh, short range and be able to kind of do those check downs where Russo might struggle there. So both guys really do things way differently. Your insider was Mel Tucker, wasn't it? I mean, I, I know you don't want to say it, but it was it was Mel himself that was feeding you this information. I, I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Um, no, that's if Mel Tucker told me anything. <laughs> no, if Mel Tucker told me anything, you would have to waterboard me to get that information out. And even then, even, even then, then, I wouldn't reveal a thing. <laughs> even then, love that. Even for like, uh, who's a backup lawn snapper? I I can't tell you. I can't. Sworn to secrecy. <laughs> um, 
so okay, that's absolutely sensational, and it was nice getting some videos, you know, leaked today too. I guess not leaked; everyone was there and available to send the videos out of Russo actually throwing like balls that did look pretty good. Because I, I do see where Matt sees coming from, especially with these limited videos out of practice. Some didn't look great, but that's that's good. That doesn't paint the full picture. Then that, that brings a little comfort here to Spartan Nation, if you will. Um, let's just go to take number two that this says uh you know still with the backfield but we're going to deal with the running backs now this is from uh dougie tutter aka sean dwyer who was on last week uh this is the deepest the running back room has been since bell slash baker slash caper that would be the 2011 season a decade ago then he writes i guess that's more fact than take though and i would have to agree as well i think that's more fact than take as well Uh, what comes to mind is the um i don't know 2013 the Jeremy Langford, Nick Hill backfield was pretty nice. You can go back to uh, what, 05 or 06 it was, the Javon Ringer, Jacob Kalkrick, right? That seems like a pretty you know, fair take, right? That this is the best running back room in a decade since Bell, Baker, and Caper. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to argue that. I mean, you could look at 2015, but those guys didn't. I mean, it was more so kind of yeah. a one year thing, but I think that this is, they're loaded. I mean, they have four guys you can really trust with the ball there. No, and thank goodness, too, because do they give um, Harold Joyner any spin tonight? Or if, if they did, could, could you notice, like, where he was playing out on the field at all? Yeah, it looked like he was actually getting reps as, like, the third running back. So I don't know if he's ahead wow, of Jordan okay. Simmons right now. But, yeah, he was out there. I mean, he's he, he's a massive dude, and he can really move. So, um, I mean, he's <laughs> – size-wise, I mean, he's you would think I'm, – I'm not comparing him, like – uh, build wise, but like actual height. Um, shout out Colton Pouncey. I would say One that time. he's probably, yeah, I think he's kind of in that Derrick Henry range where he's just towering over everybody else in the running back room. And he's really agile. So I think that he's going to have a real chance to kind of develop here and become a really good running back. Like he, he just fascinates me, just like his size and everything you're saying, like that. I mean, you could put him. Oh God! Three, four positions, I guess. If you want to get nuts and put him at receiver, and we'll be back in a hot second with our guy Brett. But first, I got to talk to you, beautiful people, about BetOnline.ag. It's that time of year again, guys. All eyes are turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get the updated odds props, and contests, including the online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open right now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's right, 100% welcome bonus with promo code LOCKEDON. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. This is a big one, guys. Make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, the season opener between Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager is going to be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when they sign up using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait to take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Speaking of receiver two, uh, this is from Aaron. I'm not going to try your last name because I'll screw it up. He says uh, the front seven will be top three in the conference and also only Ohio State's wide receivers will be better than Michigan State's. Those 
are two saucy <laughs> takes. That's what we like to see on Take Tuesday right there. Just going for it. God, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I I really like that one. I mean, I, I'll, I'll kind of handle the wide receiver one there. Um, we were actually, the guys I was at the uh, practice with, we were kind of talking about who, if, if who's better than Michigan State in terms of wide receiver core. And real, obviously the Ohio State, no one's touching them. And then really the next one probably maybe be Penn State. And then maybe you, the debate kind of opens there. Is it Penn State? Is it Michigan State? So I really don't think that that's that crazy of a take. I, I, I agree with that. I mean, Naylor and Reed, those are, I mean, that's a really great duo. And then you've got three other guys ready to roll as the slot receiver. So. Yeah, interested to see what they do with that third slot, too, especially with as the days go by. It's To me now, it's just clear that Ricky White will not be playing week one. I mean, I, I'm now at the point where I'd just be surprised if he was. But even if he wasn't, like, you still feel pretty good about what you have. You have Trey Mosley. You have, I don't know, Christian Fitzpatrick to maybe throw a name out there. Who knows if Keon Coleman can earn that third position this early in his career. But, yeah, just with your two staples of Reed and Naylor, who – can probably fry up a, a, your average Big Ten secondary pretty good. Yeah, I'm, it, it sounds crazy, but yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with that, that maybe that it, it's just Ohio State's. I, I love, we are pounding the green Kool-Aid right now, man. I love this. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting your energy, Brett. Over the phone, I'm picking up your energy, man. I love this. God, I need to talk to you before every single game this year just to ooh, feel good and, and, and bet a lot of money on the Spartans, which surely, surely won't backfire. Uh, whatsoever yeah I'm, I'm sure yeah I'm sure if we meet up at some tailgates here uh we, we might be spending a little bit extra money on gambling we'll I'll talk about Michigan State a little bit but yeah I mean <laughs> and also when I kind of going off of when I talked to the MSU insider siren um he did mention how Keon Coleman he's the quote I was told was he's going to be a stud and whether that's week three or next year I right he kind of he kind of said yeah it's going to be probably his sophomore year that's where he's really going to see a stock take off, but he's going to push for playing time. That's just, that, that's crazy to me. Obviously like, you know, the kid's an athletic freak and his high school film is insane, but I, I didn't know it happened this quick. And that's the other thing too. It's, you know, you hear from uh, all these different people. It's like, Oh, he's going to be good. He's going to be good. It, right. Does that mean by Miami, he's going to be out in the field or is it going to be his, you know, junior year? It's Cause I, just how raw is the kid? And I, I think we'll figure out, that answer like in the first four weeks if he's on the field or not um if he is though and this could be a good one uh for this guy's take right here major hot take alert this is from fall guy hashtag hot lats summer uh great (laughs) handle right there uh major hot take alert i believe jay johnson is a good play caller i believe jay johnson is a good play caller and brad i'm sorry i'm gonna keep on talking right here and hijack the microphone last year after the Rutgers game, I, I had a meltdown. Uh, it was not good. It was not healthy. It did not come off well at all. And I, I basically said, Jay Johnson, this guy's a bum. And then as the season kind of goes on, I'm starting to realize that, Oh boy, this guy did not have a lot to work with whatsoever. And that doesn't even count the what 12 minutes of preseason that he got with this essentially new team that he inherited. So I jumped the gun a little bit too early on that, although I will pump the brakes before saying he's a good play caller. I just think that this is like a year one clean slate for him. This is really, really when we get to judge him. I, is f- fair or unfair? Or, or is he a good play caller in your eyes? Yeah, I'm I'm actually completely with you. I mean, the guys on the team, whether it's uh, in the quarterback room, I know that they speak incredibly highly of this guy. I mean, 
I, I think that they would really do anything for Jay Johnson. They think he's just a brilliant mind and a great teacher. And even talking with uh, Kaden Hauser a little bit, he really alluded to the fact that Jay Johnson is one of the big reasons he's coming to Michigan State, that he's just able to kind of have a vision of the game and how it's evolving offensively that kind of aligns with what guys are looking for. So, yeah, I mean, in terms of his play calling ability last year, I mean, he he had two hands tied behind his back. I mean, he had zero talent, yeah. no time to kind of implement a game plan. So I, I think we'll see, but I would bet that he is a good play caller. All right, so now I'm starting to think Jay Johnson is your inside guy. I'm, I'm just going to keep on bringing up, like, assistants and, like, staff members and, uh, I don't know, like, water boys until I finally peg who, who it could possibly be. This is a nice little side game that I'm doing over here. Um, <laughs> and speaking of games, I'm trying to do as many good segments as I can right now, if you can't tell. Speaking of games, how about the Michigan game uh, th- this year for you, Brett? Uh, Jay Thielen writes in, if Mel Tucker makes it to a bowl game and beats Michigan this year, he will have a top – 10 recruiting class in 2023 not top 15 not top 20 no kid stuff from jay he says top 10 in 2023 should those two things happen yeah i'm i'm, I'm that that's a really hot take and you know how i love my recruiting it's um, piping it's yeah. piping but that's what we asked for today so <laughs> that's what we got that's really hot i mean yeah, I mean, I would I would say, I mean, I think that this recruiting class for 2021 coming up, I think that that's exceeding expectation, and that's going to probably end up somewhere in the t- uh, high 20s. Um, in terms of 2023, I personally, I, I think top 20, I think that's really going to be a big accomplishment for this staff, but top 10, it, it's tough for me to see, but I mean, I guess you don't know. So just for reference, and of course, you know, there's a lot of time left before uh, National Signing Day, but this is the top 10 right now. Penn State, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Alabama, Oregon, Georgia, LSU, Texas A&M, Florida State, and Clemson. That is quite the company to try to jump up into. With that said, I I do think it'll be a recruiting class that we would be pretty thrilled with if you are to be, you know, Michigan and go to a bowl game because what you kind of lost out on the first year was that sizzle of the new coach and that buzz around the program. Like, yes, it was kind of there, but it was also more so there. It's like, holy crap, can you believe they did this this late in the offseason? And, oh, my God, what a terrible offseason he's having. Like, all the buzz was kind of like just COVID headlines. And, oh, man, look how handcuffed he is. If you can continue this by increasing your win total by five games, six games in year one, and, listen, beating Michigan two years in a row and stating that you're kind of the king of the state now – I can see that, you know, getting into like a top, we'll call it 18 recruiting class, maybe like top 20, I, I, I believe as well. So at the top 10, I, you're talking like a, you're talking like 10 and two <laughs> this year, right? Like to get into a top 10 plus beating Penn State, maybe a beat Ohio State, or at least keep it within two touchdowns for that. I just think top 10 might be out of the question, but hey, that's not to say that I don't think it's going to be a recruiting class we wouldn't be thrilled with if this is all to happen. I just, the season's just so important for buzz. I hate using like such a cliche, but like this program just needs buzz around it. And I think you could do that if you really show good signs here in year two, the Mel Tucker era. So. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there's so much momentum with this program right now. I think kind of I mean, even recruiting. I mean, it was like, I don't, it, like I, I was worried a couple months ago. I mean, they had like the 50th ranked class. They weren't getting anybody. They were losing kids. Right. And now it's it's at a point where it's like you're teetering on the edge of just jumping into that next tier. And 
I mean, if you, you have a really good season, you go down, you, you win at Northwestern, you come home, you handle business against Youngstown State, then you head down to Miami. And if you can kind of take care of business on the road against a ranked team that's a former national powerhouse and just a huge program in the U, I mean, that, that's when you really start to get that notoriety. And, I mean, there's so many good in-state kids coming out for that 2023 class. I think probably the top guy would be Dante Moore, the five-star quarterback. I mean, if you start to get them to lean towards coming to East Lansing, I think that's, that's going to be so big. So, yeah, I think this program is at a really good stage right now where I think that you just you get a little bit more momentum and it's going to be an avalanche effect. And last but not least, and Brett, thank you so much for your, your time, by the way, tonight as you're just living it up in East Lansing like, 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 like the true Spartan you are, Brett. Um, <laughs> you have – one more question to, to pick your brain over, or a take, rather. And this is from Ryan Cole, who always delivers very good takes. Uh, keeping with the October 2020 spirit, Michigan State wins one game this year as 14-point underdogs and loses once as a 14-point favorite. That excites me, but that scares me at the same time because, wow, like, I, oh, boy. I, I read that first line, just hook it into me. I Just put it right into me. I, I could see... Michigan State rolling into South Beach, Miami. It's a noon game. Hurricanes can't get up for that. They just played against Alabama. Who's this MSU team coming in? Why should we care about them? Well, we care about it. So, yeah, give me give me that game as a win. And then the loss is a 14-point favorite. Why am I scared of West Kentucky? I'll tell you why I'm scared of West Kentucky. I was going to say the same thing. I, I know. Dude, like, there's something about like an air raid team coming into Spartan Stadium at night. And do you know why? I've finally put my finger on it. It's because I'm replaying the Utah State game in my head when Jordan Love came in, and I thought that, okay, well, season's over. Well, we just got absolutely aired up upon, and here we are until Felton Davis um, saved the day for the first of a few times in his career. So, yeah, I uh, it's just the West Kentucky offense just gives me the willies because they're going to air the ball out 55 to 65 times, and I'm just going <laughs> to, oh, I'm going to hate it, Brett. I don't like it. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, no, I'm I'm completely and I think that they have a, a senior quarterback. I don't know if he's a transfer or I think he's a transfer. Yeah. Yeah. And that worries me. I don't like it at all. So yeah, I'm not so saying I, that it I, is gonna happen, I, but like on a scale of one to ten, like one being I don't agree at all to ten being like I agree wholeheartedly with Ryan's take. Like a seven, like a seven? I, I don't know. Ugh, ugh. Like three point five confidence for beating Miami, three point five confidence for losing to West Kentucky. That equals seven. That's kind of where I come on that. Oh, I don't I don't like it. Yeah, I would I would join you. I would join you right at like seven, eight, just because it's still I mean, as much as we are optimistic about this program and this team coming up on this year, I mean, we did see what happened last year. And we know that there's still a lot of pitfalls with this roster and so a lot of guys on the team that potentially um, might be leaving the team and transferring to MAC colleges, like some of their former teammates, and that that could get exposed against a somewhat inferior opponent like Western Kentucky. And also, too, really quick, I don't want to harp on it that much just simply because I don't know much about them, and that's kind of my point here is, like, I, I could see them losing to Maryland by 30 as much as I could see them beating Maryland by 30. Like, the, the Terrapins – fascinate me this year I, I could see Maryland going nine and three as easy as I could see them going three and nine so I, I, that's just another I, I don't know if we go into that game as 14 point favorites or how underdogs for that matter but yeah that's just a that's the most volatile game of the schedule I feel like I just uh, 
Maryland doesn't sit right with me this year. No, even last year they came out and they they looked so good. They were like had the number one offense in college football for the first two weeks, and then oh. they lose to like Nebraska or something. So who knows with them? And then, and then they play like three total games. Like, it's, yeah, I, I I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to expect. But the only thing I do expect, Brett, is just you just continue to be a, a beacon of light on MSU Twitter. You are the best follow out there. You are. Odell Bratham Jr., uh, for those trying to look for his greatness, on the Twitter.com. And, Brett, thank you so much for joining me for this fine Take Tuesday. And, hey, thanks for running that contest too, man. I'll uh, retweet that link so people can uh, find where to send their uh, donation screenshots to. And, yeah, man, it's uh, an honor to be talking to you tonight. Yeah, man, I really appreciate you having me on. It is the honor of a lifetime to come on this podcast with – someone who's as big a celebrity in Michigan State culture as you. So, yeah, anytime you want to have me on, feel free to (laughs) – yeah, no, absolutely not. And then, yeah, anytime you want to have me on, just let me know. And, yeah, I'll – yeah, retweet that link, and we'll give away some tickets and hopefully do some more cool stuff and help out the MSU community coming up. My man, Brett, love you, man. You're the best. You're the best. (laughs) Love you too, Sheehan. Go Green. And a huge thank you to Brett for not just joining us to go over takes, but also uh, running this uh, contest that, that he's got. Once again, if you haven't seen the tweet, I will retweet it on my Twitter feed. Uh, if, if you're not on Twitter, uh, shoot me an email at LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com, and we'll, we'll find a way to get you in this drawing as well. So, yeah, just be on the, uh, the, the lookout for that, guys. Betting on the Spartans doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, Get daily picks, blowout specials, run team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Lockdown Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. All right, gang. Hey, 10 more days until football is back in our lives. Let's go. Go green.